All right, welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast, brought to you by OnX. I'm Brody Swisher, and I just about had to go out and whip a kid just a second ago. I, this is my second, uh, I guess my second attempt here to get this thing rolling, and uh, I did. About the first time, just getting started, rolling in, recording, and outside my office door here, I hear this, and I won't say which kid it is, but it's the one that loves chickens. He's calling chickens and trying to get chickens to come and go and all the crap that he does with them chickens right outside the window. And so we're off to a rough start. The first round, this is take two, I guess, on this little deal. And uh, we are catching up this week with Pup Westfall. Pup is an awesome dude I just had a chance to meet. I think his real name is Josh. We're going to have to figure out where Pup comes about, but... Awesome dude. Got to hang out with him this past weekend at our Tennessee Youth Turkey Camp, Hunting Roots Youth Turkey Camp in Dixon, Tennessee. It was a great time, a big time for all, and he was one of our staff guys. Came in and got in the mix and jumped in head first with work with these kids and, man, did a heck of a job. Great dude to have around and uh, just to get to know over the weekend. Avid turkey hunter, and uh, his season is getting ready to roll out. Big and strong in the weeks ahead, as all of us are looking forward to. But he's got a number of stops he's going to be making with Mr. Leroy. They're going to be tag-teaming on some different hunts, and so we'll get into that. Uh, again, this podcast brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Man, we had a great weekend at the camp and got to share at these camps with these kids about Onyx. And, and Onyx is, uh, again, just a great sponsor for us and just a great product that I use every day, long before we ever connected with Onyx. Uh, in the way of uh, partnering and working together. Uh, man, I was using this product to, uh, again, find and scout and prepare for hunting season, turkey, deer, uh, predator hunting. Man, every aspect of hunting I do, even bow fishing, man, I use the app all the time. I, I say that all the time, and it's it's true all the time. It's one of those things that, uh, again, just use it uh, nearly every day, if not every day, always on it. But uh, it was cool to see these kids this past weekend at the camp when we had a session on using the app and just talking about Onyx and just kind of introducing them to the product and uh, letting them see how it works and just pulling up all the different tools and the features, man, and just to see these dudes and their eyes get big when I'd show a particular tool. We talk about the fact of you can uh, measure uh, an area, shape measurement tool, shape area, uh, going in and, and seeing how big a field is or preparing and planning for food plots and uh, going in ahead of time without putting boots on the ground and, and saying, hey, you know what, it's it's 300 yards from this edge of this field to the other. Uh, just laying out uh, tree stands or ground blinds, different spots you might want to consider for a, a ambush point, whatever, knowing, okay, that's further than I thought or not as far as I thought. Um, setting up for roost sites, knowing that, hey, if those birds right here, how far is it across there? How close do I need to get? Uh, am I pushing it too far, man? Checking those distances and just seeing all those things, finding out about landowners, and, man, it just rocked their world when they could see all these things. The kids, older kids as well, uh, as a number of the dads that were there on location learning as well, uh, man, they were just oohing and on when they heard uh, and saw some of the different features we pulled up on there from Onyx. So, again, not just a shameless plug. This is a tool that you need if you don't have it already, so be sure to check it out. OnyxMaps.com is the website. Check it out. Get it in your phone. It, it's a tool that will get you through. Again, whether you're hunting, fishing, camping, whatever it is, you need to have Onyx in your phone. So make it happen. 
Hey, we're going to get Pup on the line and, uh, again, just catch up with this guy, kind of hear his story a little bit, and kind of recap from the last several days of the Hunting Roots Tennessee Turkey Camp for the kiddos all across the state. We had kids from Memphis area, uh, West Tennessee, all the way to East Tennessee and Knoxville. So it was a cool deal and a great time to get to know these kids and their families and uh, just to invest in their lives. And uh, we've already had some great feedback, and uh, the kids had a ball. So let's catch up with Pup and hear more about it. Pup, what's happening? Not much. How's it going? Man, just catching up, getting things knocked out another Monday, playing catch up a little bit after a fun and exciting weekend with the crew. Them boys wore me out. Oh, I bet. Yeah, man, I bet. I told my wife, I said, I'm going to take a nap today. Got some stuff done at the desk, got some articles knocked out, and then a little lunchtime, I said, I'm going to lay back and kick a nap down for a minute. Oh, that's exactly what I did. It was good. It was good, man. Well, dude, I can't thank you enough for your time and just catching up with you and getting to know you this weekend. We had a big, big time and well, it's just fun, man. It's just so cool meeting some new kids. And I, that's what I love about these camps, uh, getting together from, uh, with kids all across the state. Uh, we had kids from here in West Tennessee, all the way to Knoxville and everywhere in between. So it was it was a great weekend. And I just really wanted to catch up with you uh, for this podcast, this episode, and just really talk about, uh, kind of recap, but more than anything, just really wanted to hear kind of your story, how you got started. I know you do stuff with the Wounded Warriors crew and you and Mr. Leroy turkey hunting all over. So kind of just wanted to walk through what your uh, next few weeks and few months look like for turkey season. But, uh, man, really just want to kick off with – who you are and how you got started in your pursuit of critters, man, deer, turkey, whatever it is you do. So, man, kind of give us the backstory on Pup and uh, how you got started in all of it. Certainly. So, I'm Pup Westfall. Uh, been turkey hunting now, I believe about six or seven years. And it all really got started um, kind of by accident, but I needed it. Yeah. And I, and I say that because um, I was medically retired out of the Army after 16 years. And when you are in an environment like that in the, in the military, you know, you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you're at PT at 6.30, and you get off work at, you know, 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night, and you do that essentially 365 days out of the year. Yeah. Of course, you know, if you're not deployed, you have weekends off. And when you're deployed, there's, there's other things, you know, stay up longer and whatnot. But, uh, after I had retired, I was living in Tennessee. I retired out of Fort Campbell, Kentucky, which is outside of Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, and I had a house there and I was living there for, I think about a year after I retired, but I wanted to see, if I could go back to my birthplace, which is Princeton, Illinois. And I went back there and, uh, my best friend, Griffin Piper, I actually call him my brother. Uh, we have known each other since we were probably three or four years old. Mm. And I went back and hung out with him cause I needed something and I, and I, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And even being with Griffin, there was still something that I was missing. And, you know, I deployed twice to Iraq, twice to Afghanistan. I did a peacekeeping operation in Kosovo. And, and in all that stuff, you have uh, 
almost like an, a, a constant adrenaline rush. You're always kind of on edge. You never know what's going to happen, especially in those combat situations. You know, you could be driving down the road and not seeing the sights, but, you know, you're taking in everything that's around you. I mean, because some of those places we were, like in Iraq, they're biblical, right? Yeah. So we're, you, you might be driving down the road and you're kind of taking it all in. And next thing you know, uh, the world opens up on you and it's chaos. Yeah. You know, the enemy attacks you or hits you with a roadside bomb or small arms fire and, and it changes. So, you know, you have that constant adrenaline rush and you're on edge and stuff like that. Well, when I got out, I, I just didn't have it. And I didn't realize it, but I, but I just knew there was something I was missing. So while I was in Illinois, I was like, well, I'm going to give this hunting thing a try. Uh, my sister, my brother-in-law, they, they got a ton of friends that they've been friends with forever. And they all would hang out at my sister's house and they talk hunting. And I mean, I knew nothing about hunting other than my grandpa Kenny went hunting and he was a duck hunter and stuff like that. But, uh, so I said, well, I'm gonna give this hunting thing a try. So like I said, I was in Illinois and I looked it up, you know, what the next hunting season was and said Turkey season. So I said, okay. And in Illinois, you got to apply for your tag and it's a limited time. Like they have like first, second, third, and I think they might even have a fourth season um, when it comes to Turkey. But it's only like a week long, five days or something like that. Right. And yet, and you can right. only hunt till noon. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm going to give this hunt, you know, this hunt and try, turkey hunt. And I said, okay. So I get on YouTube and, you know, I've said it before, you know, I'm, I'm watching Will Primos and yeah. uh, Michael Waddell and I mean, Dave Owens, all these guys. Yeah. Dave Owens met, Dave Owens. <laughs> kind of shows you the, the real deal about it but that's right you know i watch all these youtube videos and these guys set up they have a couple of decoys out the turkey walks out in about 10 15 minutes they shoot the turkey they pick it up they go home i mean it's it's a done deal so that's i right. was like well if these turkeys are that silly you know I, this is this will be a piece of cake easy so, yeah that's right yeah too easy right so i i get a hold of a friend of my aunt's and He's got 22 acres of land, and he said, yeah, sure, you can come out and, and hunt it. So about two, three weeks prior to that, maybe a, four weeks, I set out trail cameras because I was like, well, I'm going to pattern them, even though I have no idea what patterning really is when it comes to wildlife. Right. At that time, I was just like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I set out some trail cameras, and about a week before you know my season opens up i go check all the trail cameras download them on my computer i'm super excited because i'm gonna have i don't know three or four thousand turkeys are gonna be walking in front of this sure that's right <laughs> yeah well <laughs> walking in front of that camera was squirrels raccoons possums i mean everything mm, but but a turkey. turkey that's right yeah so i caught called you know my aunt's buddy and i said hey i ain't seen a turkey on my camera he said well i just had him walk across the driveway he sends me a picture and i was like okay so i go meet him and i said hey where should i set up because i got a blonde i got you know uh some foam decoys he's got this little like bean field not far from his house he's like well you can set up here if it doesn't work you can move around or whatever so i set up my blind and 
it's only like 30 yards across, you know, from where the blind is all the way across this little tiny small bean field. And then it ends up being a, a hedge row and then a road. Yeah. So I'm out there day one and I'm trying this Quaker boy, you know, box call and I'm, I'm giving it all I got. Well, the guy actually, he, he texts me and goes, you hear all them turkeys? I was like, oh, that's me. He's like, oh, you sound pretty good. There you go. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You know, I like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But yeah. I mean, I'm just going to town on this thing. I mean, I, I was using it so much. I tell people like, I, I probably could have started a fire with that box call. I was using <laughs> yeah. it so much. Oh, friction fire. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, day one, like I said, it got to be out of the, you got to be out of there by noon. So day one ends, I go in there day two, I hit that box call. And it sounds like cats fighting. I mean, oh, it's boy. the most horrible sound. And I'm like, oh, what in the world is going on? And I'm looking at the box call and I'm trying to do different, you know, maneuvers with it. And nothing's working. I'm like, oh, well, so I get back on YouTube, you know, day two ends. I get back on YouTube and they're like, well, you got to put chalk on your box. And I was like, chalk. I was oh, like, man. I wonder what that that piece of chalk in there was for, you know, you just I don't even up. know if I still have it. Yeah. So, That's... so I, I'm sitting there, I, I'm getting on there. Cause I'm like, well, I got a couple mouth calls. Surely that can't be too hard. Right. Well, <laughs> I put those in, I'm trying to go off of, uh, what they showed like old T Roy, you know, he, he's got a pretty good instructional thing on YouTube about how to use a mouth call. That's right. So I'm trying it. And again, it sounds horrible, but I'm like, I'll give it a shot. You know, it, I have to do something. So right. I go out there day three, I try the mouth call a couple of times and it's, I mean, I'm getting no responses, no nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is, you know, day three. And now I only have two days left. I think I had a five day tag. So I only got two days left. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, all right getting ready for day four i go back home and i find i think i went back to old wally world and grabbed some chalk and put it on the box and you know i hit it and i'm like all right it, it's back so we're good there yeah. but i'm also going to college at this time online and i got an assignment due for that evening for day four so i get up early in the morning and i, I actually i kind of left a little bit late i just didn't care yeah. Went down to the old gas station, got me a monster, got me some donuts. And just, I just, I did, I just was like, this is a waste of time. I don't know why anybody likes hunting. <laughs> and I go into the blind, I'm eating my donuts, my lickies and chewies, you know, I got yes, them sir. and I'm good to go. And sitting there and I, at first I'm like, I'll hit the box call, hit the box call. And I just wait, you know, everybody says, well, wait 15 minutes or whatever. Right. So I, I, I hit it. Next thing I hear, and I was like, whoa. Mm. Mm. I was like, I got something. I was yeah. like, I, I, I got to wait. You know, I'm waiting. I'm trying to wait 15 minutes. So I, I would say I probably waited five minutes at best. You know, I really tried to wait. But then I hit it again. And then whoa, it was louder. Closer, closer. closer. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this is it, you know. Well, and everybody tells you, too, is like, Turkeys have great eyesight, so don't make too much movement. Yeah. Well, in my mind, I was thinking to myself, hey, as long as it walks in here and it's got a beard, it's going down. Like right. everybody dreams of these big toms with, you know, 40 inch beards and, you know, <laughs> all this type of stuff. Right. But at that moment, 
it was going to be my first, it's my first hunt. So right. as long as it had a beard to me, it didn't matter. Well, this Jake walks in and I'm just excited because I see his little beard poking out, yeah. you know, and I go to grab, I was, I had a Mossberg 500 at that time and I go to grab it and I'm bringing it up. Well, I hit the blind as I'm coming out. Oh no! But like the Jake doesn't even like care. He's just like, he's got this decoy out there. He just looks lost anyway. Right. Put it out there and put the hammer on him and, and drop him. And I go running out there and grab him. And, you know, from that moment forward, like that adrenaline was there that I was missing mm. that I had wh while I was serving, and especially in those combat situations. Yeah. You know, I when that turkey came in, my vision went focused right to him. I couldn't hear anything else around me except what I was focused on, what was before me. Mm. And I mean, it, it was just something. And as soon as I was done with it, I, I was hooked. I was yeah. like, that's what I've been missing. Yeah. Like it, that's it, you know? And ever since that day, you know, I, I eat, sleep and dream Turkey hunting. Yeah. I really do. Like I'm not great at it. I wouldn't even say I'm mediocre at it. I, I give it my all. I get out there, you know, as much as I can. And we'll talk about that here in a minute about all the hunts that, that I go on and Leroy and some other guys, but, uh, I mean, I really, really, really focus on it. And it, and every time the season starts to roll around, I get that adrenaline pump again, Yeah, you know, and it, it's enough to sustain me throughout the year. Cause yeah. you know, I, I don't know if you want to talk about the PTSD and stuff like that, but those are, those are some things that I struggle with, Yeah, but yeah. you know, because of the Turkey hunting and the group of guys that I, I'm able to be around other guys that had served and women that have served, you know, we're able to talk our experiences and stuff like that. But Turkey hunting gets me that, that drive. Well, that's, that's cool. And I, I love that you say that because I know we've talked a little bit and I've got other buddies that have served and, and the, um, you know, man, the whole deal with PTSD is, is a huge, huge thing. People come back, guys come back and, and like you said, they struggle and man, suicide among those guys is is huge and, and so i mean would you say this is i mean i know there's all kind of things out there you know whether it be getting paired with a service dog whether it's different programs uh, groups whatever it is uh, and I, I know that thing you know, in and of itself can be tough when you get into a group and group therapy and different things like that i know we talked about that a little bit but um man would you say that that hunting is for you, it sounds like you're saying that, that it was a perfect thing for you uh, coming off that and, and those struggles you had and, and, and friends, you, you losing friends to suicide. And I'm sure uh, maybe those thoughts were going through your mind too. I don't know. But would you say that that is that is that is a viable means of, of helping someone cope when they come out of service? Absolutely. And so I, I wrote an article uh, that's in the Turkey Call magazine for November and December of 2021 um it's titled save the habit save the habitat save the hunt saved my life because mm. truly um i was one of those guys i i attempted suicide mm. and when i did it i i was i didn't want to be here anymore I, I really didn't and even in the hospital you know the next day you know once i get some rest and wake up you know the nurse comes in and she asks you know how are you feeling? And I told her I'm, I'm mad. 
Mm-hmm. And everybody that talked to me about it was like, why are you mad? You're still here. And I said, exactly. That's why I'm still mad. Wow. So, you know, we, when you struggle and the thing is with like with PTSD, I didn't even realize I had it. Sure. Not at all. You know, and, and I've been married twice and my, and my second wife, she had told me, she was like, you've changed. And I'm like, no, I haven't. You know, I, we would argue about me changing. She would say I changed. And I said, I didn't. Well, what it ended up being is, was the PTSD. Right. And, you know, when I, when I tried to take my own life, you, you know, I didn't feel like I had an outlet. And the great thing about hunting is you can be alone if you want to, you can be, you know, in a buddy team and you can be in a larger group if you want to, when it comes to hunting. And the great thing about hunting is even if you want to hunt alone, you end up going to events like NWTF banquets, like the one in Paris, Tennessee, Clarksville, Tennessee, all over the the country you can be your individual self and then you get to be in a large, enormous group of like-minded people that, that think about hunting. So, you know, with, with me, yes, hunting, hunting, especially the wild Turkey, I'll say it's the wild Turkey for me, but hunting definitely has given me that outlet um, that I needed. So, I still struggle. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I see a counselor and, you know, funny thing is I went to the doctor and they, they were asking me questions about like my suicide attempt and stuff like that. And they said, well, do you want to talk about it? I said, I'm an open book. I'd love to talk about it. What would you like to know? You know, because I want to share my story. Um, not only like with your podcast about hunting and, and what brought me there, but if you know somebody might want need to hear this, not want right. to, but may need to hear this, right. and we all struggle. It doesn't matter whether you have PTSD, um, anxiety, or what's been going on over the few past few years, where you're just kind of stuck. You know, people want to know there's other people out there that are struggling, and it's not just them. You know, and I was one of those people, and I still, like I said, I still struggle to this day, yeah. and that's where like. Um, the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, so Tim Coop, uh, he runs a lot of the stuff out of Nashville. And he's, I, I guess he's kind of like a regional director, but I actually served with Tim. He was my uh, battalion sergeant major when I first got to Fort Campbell and my second uh, deployment into Iraq is where I met Tim. And then he became my brigade sergeant major which is one step above for him. And uh, so when I, I reached out to the Wounded Warrior Project, because they do things like they'll give you tickets to go to baseball games. They have nights out for, uh, you know, wounded veterans and their spouses. They have things, you know, that the children can get involved in and all this stuff. Right. Well, I started reaching out to him and I got these emails that said, you know, Timothy Coop. And I was like, I can't be the same you know, Tim Coop, I, I used to serve with, you know, mm. I, we'd always call him Coop Dizzle, but we didn't tell that to his face, you know, but, <laughs> right. but so finally he was like, he, he'd like, yeah, stud, you know, he's yeah, stud and he emailed me and he's like, give me your number. And he called me and you know, we started talking. He says, I got hunts and stuff, you know, sometimes. And he got me on these hunts and with, through these hunts is where I've met like Leroy, 
you know, Mr. Leroy Watt the third, you know, yep. and, uh, yep. Everett and, and Ben and Sean and, and Phil, I mean, I, I mean, there's, there's tons of guys that I've met through this that, you know, not only do we hunt and we have fun doing it, but we're our own support group now, That's right. yeah. you know, to where when one of us is struggling, we're all phone call away, That's right. you know, and if you really need us, we're, we're down the road, we will come to you, yeah. you know, that we support each other. And, you know, when I saw the flyer about hunting roots, you know, Jeremy Odom, who's the president of my local chapter north central chapter there in clarksville tennessee and he's yep. the uh, vice president of the state chapter he sent it and said hey is it, if anybody's interested here's this well i had also seen it on facebook um and i think i had seen some stuff at the nwtf convention and i said well dixon i looked up dixon and it was only going to be an hour away and i was like yeah I'd, I'd definitely like to do this and you know i contacted everybody in our group and you know leroy was able to make it and everett you know was able to make it till he had to go home and you know it's not only what what we received because a lot of the wounded warrior um hunts end up being like donated or discounted and stuff like that so we want to give back yeah. right and i couldn't think of a, a greater way to give back than to the next generation yeah. right That's him. and yeah. And what what you put on at, at hunting roots camp at hunting roots and then the turkey camp that we had, I mean it was it was so much fun. I mean it took me about a, a full day to start really learning a lot of the kids' names. Right. But all of them were all of them seemed super interested. And then we had fathers there too. Yep. And you know they all seemed very very interested in what we had to say. You know how to use a box call and you know, which I could go without hearing a buck call and a mouth call for about a week or so because yeah. <laughs> those kids, oh my you gosh, know, yeah, they were wearing them out. But yeah. it, it's great because you know, I don't remember the one kid's name, but he was sitting there. He he had made he was the kid that made his own mouth call. That's right. And he was trying and trying, and you know, he said, "I'm never going to get this." And I told him, I said, "Well, then you should quit." And he looked at me all strange, you know, mm -hmm. like. <laughs> Why is this guy being so aggressive? And I said, is that what you want to do is quit? He goes, no. I said, okay. So then you got to keep at it. And okay. I was like, that's the part of it is, is even though you're going to fail, yep. you know, in turkey hunting and mouth calls and in life in general, yep. you're going to fail. Yep. But if you stick with it, you're yeah. going to succeed that's and right. you're going to see those gifts from that. And I think with the turkey camp that we had, um, that you had this weekend, I think a lot of those kids went away with a, a lot more, you know, hope and, and drive to get out there and whether they're successful the first time they turkey hunt, or, you know, if they're just going to wait to deer hunt or whatever it is, you know, I think they went away, you know, with a, with a gift, each yeah. and every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, exactly. And, and that's, what's so cool about this is, um, it's just the feedback we've get, you know, we get from parents and grandparents and, and different things because they do, they go and it, it's not just a clinic where they say, okay, cool. I got a free Turkey call. You know, I may or may not use that, but dude, these weekends are, are life changing for these kids because just like you, you know, found, uh, your place with Turkey hunting and it filled a void in your life. Uh, so many of these kids, that's the same exact thing. They're, 
locking onto it for the first time and then seeing it, experiencing it, hearing it, smelling it, tasting it, the whole thing for the first time. These were a lot of younger kids. You know, our Mississippi camp last uh, weekend before, uh, we had older kids, you know, more of the 15 kind of on the higher end of the deal. Um, this one here was, you know, a lot of the younger kids and, and same deal, man. I mean, you or Leroy, maybe Leroy had a kid come up, shoot a shotgun for the first time ever, man. You're talking about a 10-year-old, 11, 12, whatever they were. You know, kids shooting shotguns for the first time, never put a gun in their hands and, and have someone that knows what they're doing and has been there, done that, can come alongside, put their, you know, arm around their shoulder and say, hey, look, I've got you. You've got this. And them kids are trembling, you know. And then they make that shot and they're like, hey, that wasn't so bad. And they realize I can do this. And and it was just so cool to see some of the lights come on in some of those guys' eyes and mind that they can, they can handle it. They came in scared to death thinking this is something I've never done. Uh, but then they start shooting. They start the calling, and they start picking up some of those skills. And and uh, it, it was just such a cool thing. But it's just a, again, a life changing thing. You know, I shared you know a story. And we won't get into you know for sake of confidentiality. But man, had yep. uh, parents and guardians reach out saying, "Hey, my my kids have been through some stuff, and uh, you know some really really crappy stuff in life they've been dealt." And parents saying, "Hey, I wasn't really going to send them. I wasn't sure about this." And and I, I get it, man. We're strangers to these families. You know, most of them, they've never met us. And you talk about driving out in the middle of the country, dropping a kid off with some people you don't know and, and leaving them for the weekend. And, and it, you know, to me, it still blows my mind. You know, I think, man, it's it's a wonder that any parent would leave their child. But this one in particular reached out and said, I, you know, I prayed about sending them. I wasn't going to send them. I'm skeptical about it. He's been through some crap in life. There's been abuse, different things. Um but, man, that child came, and she was just thanking us in that letter, saying thank you so much for what y'all did. It, it changed him uh, and, and just enjoyed it so much, and I was so blessed to be able to be a part. And uh, and that's not, you know, that's not a one-time deal. That happens so much. Parents coming back and saying, hey, thank you so much. That's 48 hours of time that just changed their life, and, and they haven't stopped talking about it. Another dad said, hey, he came home, and he started going through every turkey video he could find. And my boys were the same way, man. <laughs> I, I took a yeah. nap when I got home, woke up, and, like, we've watched every, you know, every turkey hunt we found on YouTube, you know, and, and, and they love it. They eat it up. It's more than just a, a new sport or a new hobby, man. It's a it's a life-changing thing when they get into that. And that's what I think is so cool because it's not just a sport to us. It's not just a, a hobby. Um, it's a way of life. And, uh, and, again, for you, you found that to be the case for you. It's a way of life. It's something that changed your life and uh, it's sustaining for you. And so um, – what an incredible weekend it's been, and again, I, I just thank y'all for being a part of it. You, you know, you talked about that one boy, and I know uh, the one you're talking about. He did. He kept coming up, and um, and man, it was awful. You know, we gave him mouth calls, and um, we usually wait to the the last day. You know, you get a mouth call and then you leave. You know, we we, yeah, we don't yeah. want to hear that crap for 24 hours straight, <laughs> but. Uh, right. But, you know, we we wanted to this time, we wanted to give it to them the night before where they can have some time with us so we can work with them and try to help them. And uh, that boy, he he did, man. I remember he came up and he was squawking on that thing and it, it sounded, it was just, you know, fingernails on the chalkboard. You know, it was awful. And he said, yeah. does that sound awful? And, you know, I was just like, man, you got a sound. You, you got a sound. You're starting, you're at least making a sound with it and you can go from there. And then the next morning he, he had a little more turkey sound or a little more of a chirp anyway. Yeah. And, you know, he just... Yeah. He it was awful sounding, but he you could see that progress just overnight. And the next day, he had I said, "Dude, you keep up with it. It's just like any instrument out there. You got to learn to play. You got to spend five minutes, fifteen minutes a day, whatever." And uh, that's the kid that will get it, and he'll figure it out. And um, and 
that kind of stuff is cool though. When you see the light come on for those kids and they 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 figure out something new that they really enjoy and and it's just lighting that fire for those guys and I was just really glad to be able to uh, be a part of it with you guys and and Mr. Leroy and um, and Everett. Man, I hate to see Everett have to go home. You know, deal with some stuff there with his family early, but man. You guys were awesome, and uh, again, just getting some great feedback from people that really enjoyed it, man. You know, you oftentimes we get people that come and they want a chaperone and they just want to thump ears and and bounce, be the bouncer and, and 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 keep kids in line. But I mean, you guys were in the middle of it, ref and football, and and those kids loved y'all for that, and it, it meant a lot to them. Uh, it wasn't just a hey, we'll see you later at the you know end of the camp. You know, they were coming up giving y'all hugs and and just you really genuinely thankful that uh, they got to spend the weekend with y'all, and so. It was good, and I look to forward to many more to come with you guys and love to have you all back in the mix. But, uh, hey, tell me this, switching gears, tell me about what you guys got coming. I know you all mentioned some pretty exciting uh, turkey hunts coming up. What's your spring looking like in the weeks and months to yeah, come? Yeah, so uh, me and Leroy here shortly, we're going to be at uh, Whitetail Heaven. Um, they, they got this huge turkey competition that they're doing, and uh, – first place and they i think they're i think they have two different seasons that they're doing okay. or breaking it up in two different sessions i think they were trying to get a third but uh the first place on at least i know the first session is thirty thousand mm. dollars and essentially you know they have 30 teams uh, a season and we're all assigned a particular farm area that we get to hunt for, I believe it's three, three days of hunting. And then a fourth day for scouting, um, that me and me and Leroy are really, really, uh, interested in, in getting involved in. And I mean, you got to pay to get into it, but, sure. um, you know, again, it, it, it gets us out there with other hunters and get to know other people and learn tactics and techniques and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. we, we have several, several, uh, different trips that we're trying to get in on. Um, you know, I know guys are, are going down to Florida or have gone down to Florida. And we're trying to go to Georgia and, uh, me and Leroy are going to Illinois and, you know, hopefully we can get back to Kansas and Nebraska. But I mean, for, for me alone, the month of April, I'll be home for 11 days. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah. I'm trying to make that even shorter to tell you the truth. But, uh, <laughs> Road tripping for turkeys, man. Yeah, you 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 nonstop then pretty much all across the month. So have you have yeah. you guys taken the slam? I can't remember we talked about that the other day. Have, where are you guys at as far as the the grand slam of turkeys? What do you we, got? We need the like? Merriam. Okay, we need the Merriam. Yeah. Yep. So last year, uh, the Winter Warrior Project was able to get us down to uh, Florida and. Um, we were down there, we were all successful and got the Osceola. Um, of course, you know, we can get Easterns in, in Tennessee, yep. but I, I actually had, um, won a trip through the fallen outdoors last year to go to Nebraska and in Nebraska, they have Rio's Easterns and Merriam's yeah. yep. and I was able to get my Rio, but, uh, and I, I had two two opportunities to get a Merriam and just one of them. I mean, we stalked this, this Merriam was in the middle of this, this, uh, pasture around a, a water trough 
stayed there for like an hour as me and my guide, Caleb, uh, low crawled. And I mean, we low crawled for an hour up to it. And just as we were getting within range, that turkey, that mm-hmm. time was like, no, nope, I'm going to go home now. And he just mm-hmm. kindly walked away. And I was like, oh, and then the second opportunity, uh, I missed that. The shot was probably 60 yards, which is doable with the setup that I have. Yep. Um, but it, it, if you're off just a little bit, that's I right. mean, that's all it takes that's and you right. miss. And so we, we're, we've been chasing the man. We're, I mean, Everett, matter of fact, uh, texted us yesterday and was like, Hey, we can go to Wyoming. They got, it's cheap for non-residents. It's only $75 for a license there. So yep. we're already in talks of possibly going to Wyoming and, you know, and, and I, I look forward to completing, you know, the slam, but I even have that, you know, the chase for 49. Yeah. Like that's yeah. my goal. That's my ultimate goal. Like yeah. I would love to have the, the world slam, I guess it is where you get the, the, the gold and the oscillated in, in Mexico. Right. But I would really, really love to get the 49. Cause I think right now I'm up to like seven States. Okay. Um, and I talked talked to a guy. He actually came and filmed filmed me for something they were supposed to show at the convention. Um, and he actually happens to be a guide in Hawaii. So awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, hey. And he's like, yeah, we we can get you in. It won't be this year. You know, our slots are all taken up. But you know, for 2023. So I mean, I'm already planning on a trip to Hawaii next year. Take the girlfriend and yeah. Leroy's talking about taking Miss Virginia and. Yep. Tim taking Miss Kathy. So, yeah, you know, that's, good. yeah. And, I, and we just love it. I mean, it's, and, and again, we're so blessed. And I, I do want to bring back to the fact that like, you know, you know, people thank us for being veterans and, I, and I'm thankful for that. And I'm very, very thankful for the people who have, you know, donated a hunt or donated clothing and equipment, you know, or, or donated their time to take us out. And, and that's why like going to your camp was so important to us. And and every single one of the guys in my group, if they had the time to do it, they would have been there to give back. You know, yeah. it's a lot of times some, some people take advantage of programs. Sure. Um, and, and we want to make sure that the people out there that have donated, will donate or whatever the case is, even just a thank you is to let them know that, you know, we try to give back as much, if not more than what we ever have received, you know, and, and, and I know people say, well, you guys are giving enough. I I mean, I disagree with that because I have more to give, you know, like if 48 hours changes the life of a kid, you know, I mean, like the, the, the one um, kid you were talking about, I mean, (laughs) He was such a character, Yes, you know, yeah. I, I mean, and, and I really got to know him that second day, um, up at the gym and, and we just had a, a great time and, you know, it, it's so, it was so much fun. And, you know, we did the bonfire that, that second, um, uh, the last night, I guess it was the second yep. night or whatnot, you know, and the stories that these kids were telling, you know, oh, like, dude, yeah. They jumped the, right in. The alleged stories. The alleged stories. Yeah. They could just yeah. jump in and, and, and were bullcrapping with the best of them, you know? And that's yeah. what was so fun around the campfire. And, uh, 
yeah, you see the character come out of these kids, and, and it, that's it is it's so cool. And like you said, man, forty eight hours, and uh, it's it's just a small price to pay for such a big impact. It's an investment, and and I love the fact you're willing to do that, and I love what you said, uh, the fact you've got more to give. You know, I mean. God's not done with us yet, and, and and the fact that we're alive and kicking, and He's got plans for you. He spared you, and and that's what's cool is you've got more to give. And I appreciate you giving uh, to this program. You know, serving our country, but also uh, serving this past weekend. It's been uh, really cool to see. And I need to I need to kick uh, kick a relationship off with you, my buddy Baker in Montana. He has done some. I know he's done some wounded warrior projects. I, I was out there with him when we lived in Montana. Uh, did some wounded warrior projects for the waterfowl. He was big in the waterfowl world. I got him yeah. started, talked him into getting him into duck hunting. And they bought a little ranch or a little small farm. I guess it's not considered a ranch, I guess, depending on who you ask. But uh, he's got a chunk of ground that he's killing ducks on and river bottoms. And uh, and he, he messaged me, like I said, last year or two ago. He's never killed a turkey. His boy's finally old enough to hunt. And uh, I said, dude, have you got turkeys? I mean, most everywhere in those river bottoms has got turkeys. And he said, dude, they come through like crazy. And I said, man, don't get started yeah. unless you, you got time for another addiction, man. And he got into it. His boy, they both killed birds. He killed a – I think he killed a Jake and his boy killed a long beard or vice versa. I don't know how it worked. But right off the bat, not knowing anything about turkey hunting, and uh, they killed two birds open in the morning. So he's got the birds. I need to get you all connected because I know that would be a good relationship. He loves the Wounded Warrior Project and – Oh man, he would y'all would hit it off big time. That'd be your Merriam for out, you know, northwest area there in Montana. It'd be a, it'd be a hoot. I've been meaning to get out there the last couple of years, so maybe we can just work that out. We'll all go out there and, um, and and try it sometime because he's got the birds, he's got the place. Awesome guy, and uh, I know he'd open it up. I mean, you know. if he needs if he needs work while we're there, you that's know right. what I mean. That's right. Let's do some work. You that's know? right. I mean, that's yeah. that that's part of it, and that's why I'm saying, like, you know, we are so thankful for for anybody who assists us with hunts and stuff like that. But, you know, never be afraid to ask us, you know, if, if they need, if you need something done or, okay. you know, while we're there, you know, we're, we're, I mean, we're not as strong and as able-bodied as we were, but you know, it, it might take us a little bit longer to chop some firewood, but if that's what you needed done, right. you know, we, we would definitely help out. And, you know, cause again, we just want to give back. We've had an awesome opportunity, and um, and that's just it, living it out here, making the, our time count and uh, fulfilling our purpose in our time that we've been given. And uh, so that's what we've got to be doing. Um, that's the work uh, he's called us to do, and uh, so we got to live it out. Again, thank you so much uh, for your time this weekend and just serving those kids, man, jumping in feet first, loving on those kids, and just uh, making an impact, man. Small amount of time, huge impact. It's been good. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brody. I appreciate it. See you, man. All right. Another great conversation, man. What an awesome dude. And, man, I am so thankful. Uh, again, I said it, and I'm not just saying it blowing smoke. I, I'm so thankful for guys like Pup and the fact that he came, he served, uh, the fact that he served our country. Uh, he's done it well. And uh, even despite, uh, you know, circumstances and, and situations where, man, he found him at the point of, of ending it all, and, uh, attempting suicide, uh, it, it's just – uh, we don't have any idea what goes through these guys' minds and what they come back with, the baggage and the hurt, uh, the emotional uh, trauma that they've got, and, and it's just a, it's a whole nother world. And um, as we said, man, God spared him. Uh, God's not done with him yet. He's got a purpose and a plan for him, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's still alive and kicking for him to be able to come and to 
uh, be a part of events like we just had this weekend with our turkey camp for the kiddos in Tennessee here. Uh, again, awesome stuff. And, and I encourage anybody that's out there that's listening to this that may be struggling with the same stuff. Maybe you uh, are struggling with PTSD. Maybe you've not served in the military, but you're just struggling with your own stuff of life, you know, your own uh, depression and grief and just whatever it is that, that the world has kicked you in the tail with. Uh, man, reach out to guys like Pup. Reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on social media uh, via the Hunting Roots website. And we want to be there to encourage you and, and, again, just to help you understand and realize that, hey, God's not done with you. As long as we've got breath in our lungs, that's what uh, the Bible's so clear about is saying, man. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. We've got a purpose for our life, and that's to bring glory to him. And uh, we're alive and we're kicking, and that means he's still got work for us to do and things for us to do. And so, uh, man, don't ever hesitate to reach out to me, again, via social media, um, email, huntingroots.com website. That's what I would love to see happen is just the opportunity to encourage you in your journey. When you're struggling, when you're on the highs and lows of life, whatever it may be, uh, man, you got somebody that's willing to reach out and just to encourage you. Uh, we're here for you in that regard. So, again, visit the website. We want to hear from you. There's lots of cool stuff going on. We'll be loading photos, things from the camp going on in the days come. So be sure to check it out at Facebook, Instagram. Uh, loading some stuff to TikTok. My kids still make fun of me for having a TikTok account. I don't let them have a TikTok account, but I do have a Hunting Roots TikTok so I can throw some videos up there. And it's a little leverage for me. You know, if the kids embarrass their pops, I've got some fuel to fire back. It's all good. So be sure to check those out. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, HuntingRoots.com. We'll see you there. And we hope to see you right back here next week. Another great episode of the Hunting Roots podcast. Shoot straight. God bless.